This is episode 445 of the AWS podcast, released on May 17, 2021. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS Podcast. Simon Lesher here with you. Great to have you back, and we're doing a very special series. We're doing a special series focusing on Amazon Connect, and this episode is actually the first of the series exploring omnichannel customer service. Now, we'll be talking to AWS experts about emerging ways to elevate your customer experiences across channels. To kick things off today, I'm delighted to be talking with Kentus Gopala, the Global Partner Lead for AWS Contact Center. Kentus, thanks for joining me. Hi, Simon. Thanks for having me. Ah, pleasure. So tell us about, a bit about yourself and your background. Sure. Yeah, so I've been with AWS for three and a half years now, so working with partners to build uh, contact center and customer experience solutions using Amazon Connect. And um, I've been in the industry for over 20 years in the contact center industry, different parts of the world, in Asia, Europe, creating products that help enterprises create better customer experiences. And now I'm based in the Bay Area near San Francisco. It's a very interesting, uh, interesting world, and it's changed a lot over those twenty years. If we think about uh, customer experience and the touch points we have with companies, but you've mentioned Amazon Connect. What's Amazon Connect all about? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Amazon Connect is an easy to use omnichannel cloud contact center solution that helps companies provide good customer service at lower cost. So Simon, more than ten years ago, the Amazon's retail business needed a contact center for our own use um, that would give our customers personal, dynamic, and natural experiences. And when we went to market, we couldn't find one that would meet our needs. So we decided to build it ourselves. So we then made that uh, solution available for all businesses. And today we have thousands of companies ranging just from 10 agents to tens of thousands of agents using Amazon Connect to serve millions of customers daily. Well, it's, it's interesting, this topic, because it's one that I think all of us have a view because we've all spoken to a, a customer call center in some time or, or shape or form, and we've had good experiences. We've had bad experiences. I think everyone, everyone had, the, had the whole realm. What's changed lately in the realm of, of customer experience? Like what's, what's the current sort of state of the art now? Yeah, yeah. And, and you, know, you brought up a good point, Simon. You know, I think everybody at some point in their life have interacted with a contact center, and contact centers have always been key in delivering customer service. But most recently, we've seen that with the pandemic, with COVID-19, it has caused a massive massive shift to remote work. And that impacted contact center agents on a daily basis. We've seen that the pandemic had a direct impact on how customers are interacting with organizations, especially when now they have the needed access to services and support. And uh, we've seen that shift in almost every industry. Uh, If we take, for example, healthcare providers, they've had to accelerate the adoption of telemedicine. Uh, Government agencies needed to deliver services in new ways that that will address the rise in remote interactions. So one example we have is uh, unemployment claims. So in one state department of labor in the US, the calls have increased. Uh, Prior to pandemic, it was around 1,700 calls per day. 
And after the pandemic, it was up to 1.6 million calls per day. So that's a huge shift. <laughs> that's that's yeah. not a, that's not a uh, that's not a load increase any IT person wants to be no, dealing with. No, exactly. <laughs> and, and imagine having to deal with those first. And uh, yeah, and it's not just with government agencies. We've seen that with uh, banking and financial services. Not just with the burst in call volumes, but also with the rise of digital customer traffic across all channels. And uh, Forrester Research uh, did a, a, a prediction that um, you know, there'll be 40% increase in digital transactions in 2021 alone, with uh, organizations increasing the number of contact channels from 8 to 11. So uh, we are increasing the number of contact channels, but at the same time, in parallel, customers are expecting more personalized interactions. Mm. They want shorter waiting times. Nobody wants to wait in, no. in the I want no waiting time. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So the, everybody wants faster resolutions. And, and we do know for a fact that, you know, when customers are not satisfied, uh, according to a survey, 96% of them will switch companies. So, you know, Simon, regardless of industry, we've seen that in order to compete, companies need to really stay on top of customer service, deliver better customer experiences. And one way to do that is by modernizing the contact center and supporting remote workforce. That definitely makes sense. So what's a key consideration for customers in their overall experience? Yeah, you know, and, and uh, you know, as we just talked about uh, today, customers use up to 10 channels to communicate with enterprises. So it's, that means voice, chat, email, uh, you know, going on your website, and there are many others. And obviously, you know, the more channels you add, the more complex it gets. But what are the channels we're using or switching in between? They expect uh, for you as, as a company to know their personal history, to know their context, and people get frustrated if they have to keep repeating every time they, they speak with somebody. Uh, so that's why it's very important to design these journeys before you're just going in and implementing solutions. It helps provide this unified and seamless experience. And we have several partners, consulting partners, who can help doing these exercises. They, they are called journey mapping exercises, where we identify the pain points in these journeys, finding the right use case, and then uh, building a solution to address those use cases. And so, and, you know, I've led several of these sessions in the past, and it's amazing, you know, how much the customers themselves can discover and learn during these sessions. <laughs> it's, a, it's when you get the different groups together, different conversations happen, which is, uh, which is exactly. always an interesting dynamic of large companies. What are some of the frustrations and, and some of the challenges that, that organizations are looking to solve in this domain? Yeah, you know, when, when we talk to, you, to customers, I think one of the common themes that we've seen is the ability to innovate constantly. It's been a major barrier in creating, you know, delightful experiences for customers. Uh, many organizations are stuck with rigid systems that take a lot of effort to manage. And in some cases, just even to keep the lights on, you know, just to keep the systems running. Uh, these systems are often outdated, require expensive resources just to make simple changes. Uh, the next big one that we've seen is scalability. You know, especially with the pandemic, we've seen that organizations needed the ability to scale up uh, and sometimes scale down just to meet demand. You know? So you have bus normal business cycles and then you have plan and, and plan event. 
So we've seen examples of uh, holiday season or tax season where you would need to add to increase your capacity and which requires you to add more agents to serve um, your customers. And, and these customers also, they don't want vendors to come in and lock them in into uh, long-term contracts or into existing technology. And they don't want to pay for features that they don't use. In general, we've seen that customers prefer to be more flexible and avoid long-term commitments with upfront payments. And so Amazon Connect doesn't doesn't require that? Uh, no, actually, actually, Amazon Connect, like with many uh, AWS services, we have a pure consumption-based uh, pricing model. So it costs significantly less than legacy systems. There's no uh, minimum monthly or annual fees, no long-term commitments, and you know, no setup fees, and you're not locked in at all. So it's a it's a truly consumption-based model. Mm. So, so let's come back to the, the the customer experience part because you know m- most companies, I won't say all, but most want to create a delightful customer experience that retains their customers long term and makes them happy. Um, but we know that a lot a lot of customer experience is not like that. What's what's another big challenge for organisations who are looking to improve their customer experience today? Yeah, and and I think it's about providing the best customer service that's. Uh, that's fast, that can lead to a resolution quickly, but at the same time, that's it, That's natural and dynamic. Uh, at the end of the day, it's ultimately you know, resolving issues to customer satisfaction. And we've seen that with traditional contact centers, very often they lack modern capabilities, like you know, just self-service configuration to quickly make changes uh, to the environment. They don't have dynamic contact flows that would intelligently adjust responses in real time using new, new technology that we have within AWS, machine learning and uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, and very often you see that these traditional platforms lack the ability to, to talk with customers using natural language and provide that same experience of how you would interact with an Alexa. I think people have gotten used now talking to machines, uh, interacting with Echo devices, uh, with Alexa. And uh, I think that technology is now available to bring inside of enterprises, bringing that same experience into contact centers. So not having these capabilities making it, makes it difficult for uh, enterprises to provide a personalized service, which is at the end of the day what customers are looking for. Yeah, it's about it's about the customer, not the channel. But let's let's come back to the the omni-channel concept because uh, it's a fancy word. But one of the challenges of omni is it means multiple and many, and uh, the channels are they're increasing all the time. New technologies, new approaches, new preferences by different demographics. What are some of the key benefits of a seamless omni-channel customer experience? And indeed, Simon, I think a lot of people are you know they they are often confused when we say omni-channel. I think, you know, first we need to clarify the difference between multi-channel and omni-channel. Multi-channel uses many channels to talk to customers. Uh, For example, in a multi-channel contact center, a customer looking for help might start a chat and then switch to a live agent on the phone. The problem is with multi-channel is that each channel functions separately. Right. So when the customer switches to that live agent, they have to repeat all their information again. And it's hard to personalize your customer service that way. The multi-channel approach is a very company-centric way, a company-centric approach. On the other hand, omnichannel puts the customer 
at the center of the strategy. So they can engage with an agent from any channel they use. And the information is updated after the customer hits each touch point. So that makes it seamless for the customer. So creating that consistent experience across channels is the number one benefit of an omnichannel contact center. So providing customers with that positive and dynamic interactions. And, and at the same time, it allows you to uh, control voice and chat as one single um, channel. So that gives customer uh, that seamless experience when they are doing self-service. So they are not having that traditional IVR where they get lost into a long-winded menu. <laughs> and, and if they need to switch to an agent, very often, you know, you, you're doing a part of self-service and then um, you need to speak an agent. The omnichannel um, approach makes it smooth. Uh, the transcript of the conversation that was in the self-service, so all the choices that you've made in the self-service portion before getting to an agent, uh, that is being that is being transferred in terms of transcripts. Uh, to the agent screen. So it saves the agents a lot of time because they don't have to go then hunt down all that information or ask the customer to repeat it again. Now the agent has all of that, uh, all of the history, all of that information, all the choices you've made before even uh, speaking with you. And that ability to anticipate customer needs is what delivers that consistent and personalized experience. Imagine, Simon, if you're calling in uh, you know, about a purchase that you've made, uh, if you were being greeted by your, by your name and the agent already knows what are the purchases that you've made, what choices you've made in the self-service portion before even getting to them, or even what has been, what uh, online chat you've been having with a chatbot or even with uh, a live agent. If that agent that you're speaking with has all of that information in front of them, they'll be able to resolve your issues much quicker and in an efficient manner. And can you give me an example of that that sort of efficiency and that, that productivity piece? Because obviously, the, you know, the, the number of agents we have is limited and the, the number of customers is potentially unlimited, which is good. Uh, can you give me an example of how we can improve that efficiency? Absolutely. Uh, and I think uh, you know several of us have been in the situation before. Let's say you're beginning a you begin a customer service inquiry on an airline website. Uh, you see a chat feature there to start online chat, and uh, you you want to start a conversation about rescheduling your flight. So now you start doing your chat, trying to find some information, and suddenly you realize that you are late to get to the airport. Uh, you have to rush to the airport and you can't solve, resolve the issue um, on online chat. So most of you likely want to call in and speak with someone. Uh, when With an omnichannel solution, when you're calling in, the agent will receive a transcript of your entire chatbot interaction. So they have the context of what has already happened so that they don't have you to repeat uh, your questions again. And if designed the right way, the agent can greet you by your name and have flight options pulled up or even pre-book in your name. So speaking of agents, you know, what's, what's their Amazon Connect experience going to be like? We've talked a lot about sort of the customer interaction. What's the, the agent experience? Yeah, so you know, with Amazon Connect, we try to make it easy and intuitive for, for the agents to use our tools. 
Um, agents don't have to learn or navigate multiple tools to provide a personalized service. And when we have integrations available with several of our technology partners, very often you'll find that um, the agents in the contacts that contacts they, they use several tools. Uh, we have technology partners like Salesforce, ServiceNow, Zendesk, uh, which many agents may be using on a daily basis. And uh, at the end of, uh, of it, you know, we've built integrations to several of these applications. And last year at reInvent, we also announced several key features that would help improve the overall agent experience. And we'll be diving much deeper into the agent experience on our next episode in the series. And that's going to be focused on improving that agent experience. Isn't that right? Absolutely, absolutely. We'll, we'll, uh, in the next episode, we'll cover the agent experience in depth. But uh, also within the contact center, it's important to note that there are other users in the contact center. There are administrators, uh, supervisors, contact center managers. And with Amazon Connect, we help all users work more efficiently. Uh, the administrators, for instance, are often our consulting partners or system integrators. They are the ones who would be building the environment, building and uh, customizing or configuring the whole end contact center environment. And we make it easy for the administrators to build and manage the contact center as well. When they have to make small changes, uh, you know, admins or even managers, they don't need to rebuild from scratch. Even I've built contact centers using connectors. <laughs> if I can do it, anyone can do it. <laughs> it is pretty exactly. cool, actually. And, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and, and Simon, I'm sure you've, you've used a contact flow builder, which will mm. let you design a customer experience from start to finish. It's fairly simple. Yeah. Uh, we have some default flows that are available that could get customers up and running quickly. And I'm sure you've had a bit of fun with a drag and drop uh, features Absolutely. that you know, just assembly blocks. Yeah, I love and, the customization that I could that I could even even yeah. make the the voice Australian. <laughs> uh, exactly. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So we we have several uh, cool features like that, and yeah. Again, to to that point, it's bringing that same experience of how you would converse with Alexa is bringing that same experience uh, to the uh, contact center. Uh, there, are, there are other features as well. For example, with um, supervisors and managers, last year we announced a, a feature called Contact Lens. So it's real-time contact center analytics, again, powered by machine learning. And it helps supervisors better understand the sentiment and trends of customer conversations, which, again, we'll, we'll touch on in the next episode. Definitely sounds like we've for, got lots to talk about on, on, uh, on the yeah. next one about that one. And how do... How do customers find out more about Amazon Connect? Yeah, absolutely. So customers can visit our, our page. It's aws.amazon.com forward slash connect. Uh, so we have several uh, key information there. We have features, a list of features available, pricing. But most importantly, you'll see, you get to learn about actual results experienced by, by customers. Uh, we also have a, a microsite where you can access a variety of partner webinars and other content with, again, customer stories. And that can be found on uh, aws.amazon.com slash partners slash featured slash contact center. There's lots of good stories there. And what about organizations? How do they get going? Like, how would you start? Uh, yeah, it's fairly simple to get started quickly, like just like you've done, Simon. So you could just go online, sign up an account uh, with AWS, 
of uh, also work with an AWS partner. We have several uh, service delivery partners, again, listed on our website. And, and if I've got an existing contact center, um, obviously I can't just switch it on and turn on the new one, much as I'd probably like to. Uh, what's, the, what's the migration process and who can help? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's where our uh, service delivery partners come in. Uh, these are AWS consulting partners who have helped several companies build cloud contact centers with Amazon Connect. And we also have uh, partner integrations. So again, in the areas of analytics, CRM, help desk, or even outbound, there are several uh, integrations that have already been built uh, by our partners and are listed on our website. Fantastic. Thanks so much for coming on the show and, uh, and demystifying about, uh, about uh, this topic for us, Kent. Yeah, thanks for having me, Simon. And thanks everyone for listening. If you have feedback or questions, you can uh, check out the links in the show notes and hopefully you'll join us for the next episode. And until next time, keep on building.